0: If you are looking for growth, if you are looking for transformation, if you are looking to step into your main character era, look no further than The Green Room. DM me on socials to find out more about my all-new community available at just 99 cents a month for my first 100 subscribers. Hello, gorgeous! You're listening to the Girlfriend's Guide to Starting Over podcast, and I'm your host, Kayla. In this episode, we are going to dive into something that has truly helped me to attain emotional mastery, and that is the five love languages. Now, I know you're probably thinking, Kayla, what do the five love languages have to do with emotional mastery? And the truth is that love is a phenomenon that everyone desires. We desire it on a familial level, on a platonic level, and on a romantic level. And love is also one of those things that can definitely generate the big five emotions from us. If you have been following me for a while, you know that I believe all emotions are tied to the big five. Happiness, sadness, anger, fear, or surprise. And so love's definitely one of those things that can pull all five of those things out of us. So if you don't know anything about the five love languages, it is a book that was written by Gary Chapman. You can find the five love languages book on Amazon. You can find it on Audible. And there's also a quiz that you can take for free online. It's about 30 questions. It will automatically generate for you what your primary love language is. And the love languages are broken down into these five categories. Acts of service, words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, and gift giving. And so once you master these five love languages, like you understand them, you know what they mean, you know how they are um, expressed, then you can better understand emotions that you have experienced with regard to love. And when you understand the emotion, you can know where it generated from, if it generated from something that happened within that relationship or previous trauma Or if it was rooted in reality or in fear or in a perceived like threat or a fear or something like that. And so I use the five love languages to really teach me about my feelings in general. I don't know if you guys are like me, but I love super hard. And so when I love someone, it brings up a lot of emotions for me. And so this is how I really started my emotional mastery journey. So let's dive in. We're going to look at two different ways that the Five Love Languages has helped. We'll look at the way that it's helped in healing my relationships with family and in the way that it's healed my romantic relationship. So my parents are fantabulous. I don't even know if that's a word. Let's be clear. You can have dual emotions or multiple emotions about a single circumstance. It is factual that my parents are top tier. They are above the rest. I had an excellent childhood. They poured into me. They were supportive. They made lots of sacrifices. I knew that they loved me and they were literally all the things that you want parents to be. It is also true that there were many situations and circumstances that could have been handled better or differently because I am an empath, because I am highly sensitive. Like sometimes They go way over the deep end, and it didn't take all of that. Like, I didn't need a a two-and-a-half-hour lecture and the screaming and the yelling because I was already so sensitive. However, I recognized that they were doing the best that they could with what they have. I frequently tell my clients that we get to forgive our parents for not being perfect. Now, I'm not talking about instances of abuse and neglect where you were significantly hurt and serious trauma was created. You never have to make an excuse for that behavior. I'm talking about where you just didn't get your way or they were a little bit more stern or controlling than you would have liked for them to be, right? We get to forgive our parents for not being perfect. Your parents were individuals with their own set of goals and dreams and trauma and an inner child that needed healing. And honestly, they were doing the best that they could with what they had. So let's just acknowledge that and get it out of the way. Okay. Now that we've established that, let's talk about how our love languages are different. Okay. All different. My mother is a words of affirmation, gift-giving extraordinaire. She is going to buy you a card. And in that card, she is going to tell you that you shine brighter than the biggest star, that she is proud of you, that she is glad to call you her own, that you are a child of God and all of these things that literally make you weep when you read them. And you're gonna get a dozen roses and a basket full of your favorite goodies. And every time you come home, she's gonna cook your favorite meal because she loves you. My father, on the other hand, is an acts of service stand-up gentleman. He's going to check your oil, check your tires. He hand-built me a bookshelf because he knew how much I love to read. He'll paint your room for you, fill up your gas tank. My dad is going to do the things that you don't want to do because you're tired, because that's how he shows love. Now, all of these things sound so warm and fuzzy and so passionate, but I am a quality time and physical touch kind of girl. So I want you to pat me on the back and give me a hug and sit on the sofa with me and watch movies and stay up late eating popcorn. I want you to be present for my ball games. I want you to do all these things. And it's not to say that they were never there, but I was much more likely to get a bouquet of flowers and a card that says, I am so proud of you. Have an excellent game. And it took me forever. (laughs) Yeah, forever. I was almost, I was a full grown adult before I realized that. This was not a dig at me. This was not a way to not show support for me. They were just pouring into me the way that they show love. So it was not personal. And I didn't understand that until after I truly understood the love languages. So as a kid, often I felt unseen, unheard, unvalidated, like no one cared. And the reality is I just did not comprehend the way that they showed their love for me. So think back really quickly. Are there people in your life that showed love in a way that was different than the way that you would prefer to receive love? And can you be more open minded and more forgiving about, you know what, maybe I felt this way, but my feelings weren't necessarily facts, right? So I recognize now that there was a copy of the five love languages is actually at my house now in my parents' home. But that means that my parents were working on becoming fluent in one another's love languages. And I'm so grateful that they have a marriage that's lasted over 45 years because they are a model of not having the same love languages in still making it work, because they were willing to become fluent. And that leads me into how that has helped in my love languages with my romantic partners. So now things are easy. It's like breathing, because me and my current partner, we have the same love languages. We speak the same language. Like, it, it is not hard at all. It hasn't always been that way, though. I have dated people long-term where we didn't speak the same love language, and I was communicating what I needed to receive, and he would say to me, you don't need that, and it's like, no, seriously, I need that in order to feel love, in order to feel safe, in order to have security, and so when someone loves you, and they genuinely want to do right by you, It would be, it would behoove them. It would behoove you to become fluent in that person's love language. So maybe they're a gifts person. That doesn't mean you have to break the bank. They might be just as happy with you creating something for them by hand, making a photo collage, you know, making a picture book of all the things you've done together, like literally all the little things. It could be something sentimental, but if they receive love or if that's the way they comprehend love is through gifts. It's important that you show them love in that fashion. Same way if a person is a quality time person. That's me. I'm a quality time kind of girl. And so I was being flown all all over the country, overseas, being given Louis Vuittons and Kate Spade bags and all of these things. And the reality is all I wanted to do was sit on the couch and watch a movie. Let's stay at home, cook a really nice dinner, hand make popcorn and hang out on the couch. It didn't take all of that. And so even though I was being poured into, it wasn't what I needed in order to understand love. And I was willing to step out and become fluent in his love language, but he wasn't willing to become fluent in mine. And so it was not able to be sustained. And that's not the case now. And I'm so grateful for that, but I don't want you to think that it's impossible. As I said, my parents have been married for 45 plus years. They have way opposite love languages, but they were willing to do the work. So, Once you have learned your love language, learn your partner's love languages, and I encourage you to learn your kid's love language. Because of my experience, I made really sure that I learned my children's love languages. My oldest kid is a word of affirmations kid, so I pour into him all the time. I send him text messages. I send him messages on Instagram. I tell him all the time how he is a champion, that he's more than a conqueror, literally all the things. And then my little kid, he is, he's not a little kid anymore, I have a freshman, he is a gifts kind of guy. He just likes you to buy him stuff. So that could be picking up his favorite candy bar when you're in the grocery store. It could be grabbing a t-shirt with his favorite band on it. It doesn't have to be expensive. He just wants to know that you were thinking of him. So make sure that you are actively seeking the love languages for yourself, for your children, for your partner, and for the other people that you love. I hope that this helps on your journey to emotional mastery, and I look forward to seeing how you apply what you've learned today. Have an excellent day on purpose, girl, and we will chat in the next one.